Welcome to Creative City, the podcast that lets you listen in on my conversations with Cincinnati's most innovative and creative minds. Hey, welcome to the Creative City podcast, where I chat with Cincinnati's creative leaders and record the conversation so you can listen in. I'm Tamia Stinson from thestylesample.com, and I'm here today with Alan Woods, one of the founders of Mortar. Alan in these streets woods, apparently. How you doing yeah. today? <laughs> what's poppin'? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I can already see what's going on. I was about to get good. <laughs> <laughs> so tell the people a little bit about Mortar, because this is an organization that I personally believe in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm curious to know how it all came about. I actually kind of want to know what that initial conversation was like. Okay, so the initial conversation was terrible. <laughs> um, okay. If you ask one of my co-founders. So... Um, I'll give you a little bit of backstory um, that kind of leads into that. So I'm originally from Indianapolis, and um, while I was in Indy, I was working with a lot of entrepreneurs and just kind of helping them through a consulting capacity, but also do... Because you were into branding, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's my thing. So I do um, branding and graphic design, and so um, there's lots more stories behind that, too, but we only got 30 minutes. So... uh, (laughs) I was working in the capacity of helping entrepreneurs through consulting, and I actually met one of my partners while in Indy, uh, Derek Brazil. Mm -hmm. He was also in Indy. Um, And so when I moved here four years ago, Derek moved here about two years after. Okay. So um, he was thinking about doing something else here that was similar to the work he was doing in Indy. And so he called me, and he was like, look, I want to meet with you. He's like, me and my homeboy want to start this business, and I think that you would be a good addition to what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they came. Matter of fact, we met here at, at the, the library. library. We met at the library, um, <laughs> and they gave me what was perhaps the absolute worst pitch <laughs> known to man. And I don't just say that. Like, I'm not saying it like, oh, it was a bad pitch. I'm saying it because even when Derek tells the story, he's like, if somebody ever pitched me the way that we pitched you, I would absolutely tell them no and walk away. That's really rude, though, to just say somebody had a terrible pitch. Like, how bad could it, it be? It was pretty terrible. It was ba- it was really bad. But The idea was there, though, right? The, I See, okay, so in my branding capacity, I like to think of what I do as diamond cutting. So a lot of times when I work with entrepreneurs, I... I can see what's there even if they can't really see. see. Mm -hmm. So the way that they presented everything was completely terrible. (laughs) But I could see in its raw form that there was something there that was brilliant and it just needed to be, it needed to have some things cut away. Mm -hmm. It needed to be polished. It needed to have facets added. And so I knew that it was possible to be well, in a Well, see, now I'm idea. curious about what this initial pitch was. Oh, it was terrible. I wish we could have recorded it, but we didn't. But it was bad. But the idea was the same, though, right? Mm, That's what I'm trying to get to. Is No. Oh. I mean, yes. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> so initially it was, hey, let's work with entrepreneurs that are in low-income areas. Totally makes sense. That was there. Okay. Now, there were a whole bunch of other things in that didn't need to be there. <laughs> okay. So that was the raw. So that was the getting down yes. to the core yes. of the idea. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and so I saw that, and I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's do it. Um, and what was the process from terrible pitch to mm-hmm. refining it yeah. and making it an actual reality? Um, I mean, it was a lot of conversation. It was a lot of really um, trying to figure out what the, the core idea was mm-hmm. so that I could cut away the stuff that didn't matter. Okay. And... Um, I think initially, 
it was almost like Detroit's, uh, what's it called, Detroit Soup. It's like a pitch type idea where it's like, you know, come in as an entrepreneur, pitch your idea, and then we'll help you, you know, raise funds from everybody in the room. And then... Oh, okay, like the ice cream... Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, like Cincy Sundays. Yep, yep, yeah. that's what it is. So, and Cincy Sundays, I will assume, is based on Detroit mm-hmm. Soup, because Detroit's been doing it for probably a decade. But, um, so, I think that was the initial idea, but then it was like, well, maybe we can also do a curriculum and add in, you know, an education part. Okay. So, so that wasn't part of the original... Not the original. Okay. The original idea they sent me, I don't think it had the educational component. Okay. Then when we talked... Maybe it was kind of possibly in, but not for sure. And then once we got to the three of us really talking about it, it was a definite. So, yeah. And then from there, you, what, made contact with different people and organizations? Um, From there, I really did a lot with the branding, on the branding side. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we we explored a lot of terrible names. And... um, (laughs) Give me an example of No, I can't, because I can't remember. I really don't remember, because they were so bad. Feel like I picked all the. No, I only picked the good ideas, but <laughs> I really don't remember. I don't. I don't. Um, I think there was something about a king. Like it was like <laughs> the king's, the king's something or other. I'm gonna find it and then I'm gonna send it and then you can like That's put it you know in the comments. Involved. Like yeah, let's yeah, make let's it about put it the, like king the king and royalty. Maybe I think it might have been King City, like Queen City. I see. Okay. So maybe it was like King City. Okay. I mean, and, and I might be reaching. I might be giving them more credit. That's not as it bad. It might have been as King City. Be. Okay. It was something. I'm gonna find the email and I'm gonna send it to you. And you could add it to like the credits <laughs> okay. or whatever. Okay. Not credits, whatever it's called. Um, Show notes. Yeah. Which you can find on CreativeCityPodcast.com. Please continue. Yeah. Um, and so, what we were really wanting to do when we got down to the core of the conversation, it was like, what are we really doing? Mm-hmm. And it's we're building communities through entrepreneurship, which is actually our tagline. And I that, recognize that's that, yeah. So it was like, hmm, if we're building, what are key components of building? And we were looking around, you know, and we were thinking, okay, um, you know, rich heritage of architecture in Over the Rhine, because that's where we were starting. And it was like, you know, a lot of these buildings are brick-and-mortar buildings, and it was like, wait, there's something there. And then so it's like, let's break this down even further, and what is the role that each of these things play? You know, so... The bricks are there for stability, and the mortar is there to hold it all together. Mm-hmm. So it was like, so what holds this community together? And we were like, the people, in theory, should be holding the community together. So yes. you can't really separate the two and have a community that continues to stand in the same way that you can't have a brick wall with no mortar and expect for the wall to stand up. So it was like, so when we say that we are mortar, we are basically saying, like, we are the community, and we are the people, and we are the ones that hold everything together. Um, so, and the other thing that's fascinating about building is, like, when you're building, you go brick, and then you go mortar. Then you go brick, then you go mortar. You can't, like, skip either of the two in the process. It doesn't work. Right. Yeah. So, like, as we're building the community of, of Cincinnati, you can't start skipping the people and think that, the you know, the building is going to stay. So, it's like the people have to be a part of every facet of that to, to, you know, as you're elevating, they have to be a part of it. That's so. deep. That was a very designery exercise you Thank guys you. went through as Thank well. You. I feel like that was probably It was, you. yeah, it's yeah. definitely me. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's definitely part of my branding processes. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So speaking of OTR, what was it that made you guys want to be a part of that area in particular? Um, well, both of my partners, um, William and Derek, both live in Over the Rhine. Yeah. So they, I think part of it was kind of sparked from going 
to like restaurants and bars and not seeing anybody that looked like them yeah, on any of those spots. All the time. You know, yeah. and it's like, yeah, I love to eat here, but nobody looks like me. Right. So like even on our street, we're on Vine. Um, that's where our office and, and pop-up shop are. And so even on our street, there are two black proprietors on the whole street. Who? Uh, us and um, Devin from Incredible Creations. Oh, right. You know, we just want people to, and we get so many people who walk by and see us in the office, and we always hear, oh, we didn't know that this was black people. You yeah. Know? And it's yeah. just like, you know, and I don't know how to take that, but, you know, it, it's cool that we're there, and they see that there are positive people who are doing things in that neighborhood, and we're visible. Um, That's one of the things I actually appreciated so much about the future history now. Mm-hmm. Uh, event that was put on just because I I go to a lot of events for you know designers and yeah. creative types blah 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 I just like to be nosy basically yeah. uh, but that leads me to a lot of spaces where I'm usually the only person with brown skin yeah like there are very few brown faces and to be at that event and see that many people who apparently wanted to be part of that community I think that sometimes when we look at, at diversity and inclusion and events, and especially in Cincinnati, it's really not as hard as people think to bring more than one. Like, like all of these events are monolithic. So, like, yeah. if it's a, a black organizer, then the majority of the crowd is black. Agreed. If it's a white organizer, then the majority of the people are white. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I too am the guy who shows up at things, and I'm like, dude, I'm the <laughs> Where is only everybody? black dude here. Right. And then you know how we do, like, you know, we see another black person, and we slowly we try to act like we can see them at first <laughs> because we don't want to automatically kind of create our black <laughs> hole like off to the corner. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we try to act like we ain't see them at first, but yeah, and like that's how my experience has been in Cincinnati and. It was something that we knew that there could be more. And, you know, so it was like, let's be intentional. And I think that once we decided, hey, we want our event to look like Cincinnati, you know, we invited people who look like Cincinnati, people from different backgrounds, cultures, um, people in different industries, people different ages, um, you know, everything, because we wanted it to be a good mix. Do you think the intentionality made the difference? In other words, if more organizations focused on making the events look more like the city itself, would that make a difference? I think it it makes a difference in the context of um, showing that it can be done. Mm -hmm. Now, because after our event, after Future History Now, nobody can say, oh, nobody, there's no black people who want to be involved in tech events. So it's like, no, they, they exist and they're willing to come out. So now... If we have these monolithic events, we get to give them the official side eye. Like, where's the, where's the people? <laughs> Hashtag official side eye. Yeah, I think I'm, I've never been somebody who's afraid to use my voice, and no, it, oh, Lord, <laughs> uh, it has gotten me in a lot of precarious situations. Yeah, and you know, so in school, you know, growing up. I would say what I wanted to say, and it is what it is, and I would deal with the consequences. Like, as an adult, I continue to do that, and sometimes that's a bonus. You know, sometimes that has gotten me where I want to be. Sometimes it, it has not. So there was an event a couple months ago where I went to the website. You know, I'm like, okay, cool, tech event. Went to the website. Everybody who was presenting, everybody who was judging, everybody who was speaking, everybody who was a mentor, there was one person who was maybe... Middle Eastern or Indian or something like that. Everybody else was white. I was like, where is everybody else? Yeah. Why are we not invited? Why? Because I don't think that people feel like if we aren't included, 
I don't think they realize that they're sending a message almost that you're not invited. Oh, for sure. I don't think people get that. I want people to be intentional and, and say, you know what? Diversity helps because we bring different perspectives, and it's done for a reason, not just to say, oh, there were more than just white people here, or there were just more than just black people here. It's because you have a collective conversation of different insights, you're going to get further faster. Agreed. And that makes me, sometimes that makes me, I just came across an event this past week, I can't remember the name of it, but I was looking at the speaker roundup, and they were all white men. Yeah. No, no women, no people of color. I think so I saw that, that too, because I think I might have said something to them on Twitter uh, as well. Okay. And they said, well, do you know any speakers? Which I appreciated that, because at least they responded with, you know, we're always we open to yeah. other speakers, send us a list. And I sent the list. Now, I don't know that they will actually speak to them. Right. But the next time that I see that they're doing an event and I'm looking at it, and if I don't see a better representation of Cincinnati, I'm going to say something again, and I will be louder. <laughs> so it's not about me. I don't think that that you know, collectively, we can be ignored because there's too many contributions that are made by a collective group of people who don't all look alike. Agreed. So, Like you said, about diverse backgrounds, diverse ideas. Yes, yeah, exactly. So We went all kinds of places right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's what this is for. That's yeah. what this is about. So given that Mortar has moved up in the ranks, I mean, you guys have really made, in my opinion, a big difference mm-hmm. in the past. I mean, how long has it even been in operation? In, what, a year? Two years, two years in May. Two year, it'll be two years May, May of 2016. So what's, what's, what's next? I'm curious about Ooh. what's on the horizon. Ooh. I can't tell you all of that, but... A little bit of that? I will tell you this. Um, our model of making sure that we are um, including people who look different and making sure that people from different economic backgrounds and people who want to have doors open, we're going to continue to open doors. So if you think of... You're talking about physical doors? Physical and, um, you know, just like the doors that don't exist. The doors that don't exist physically... But they're there. The, the barriers. doors of opportunity. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're moving all the barriers of people who want to start businesses and feel like they can't start a business because there's some barrier there. Mm-hmm. Um, for some people, that barrier is education. That's why we do the nine-week course. Um, so we've had people who have been high school dropouts. We have people who are college graduates who have come through the program, and everybody gets it. We teach on a level where everybody gets it. It's not above the people who are just now starting. It's not below the people who have been in business for 30 years. It's at a level where where everybody can kind of grab something. How many people have been through the program at this point? We have 47 graduates, and then we're in a class right now. So last year, we, we didn't start classes until January of 2015. So we have 47 graduates last year. Wow. And now we have a current class that we just started in OTR. I think there are 13 in this class. That's right, because are there two separate classes? There's a Walnut Hills class. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I will tell you this. So Walnut Hills is actually about to be a creative class. Um, so we're going to kind of push people, if they have a creative idea or an artistic idea, we're going to kind of push them in a different direction. Ah, okay. So that, because there's a lot of people who have like lifestyle businesses or um, other types of businesses that they need a certain type of structure. And there's some things that people who are on a creative level, like a web designer or fashion designer, they need some other components. It's so a slightly we, different business yeah, model. So it, yeah, so we're going to, we are going to, Walnut Hills is kind of, going to be our um, creative capital is, is kind of how we're shifting. Okay. So, yeah. And the curriculum will be slightly different based The curriculum on that? will be slightly different. Um, we're also uh, introducing the tech version of Mortar, which will be Mortar Beta. Um, oh, I saw that somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So okay, we'll I was we wondering what that Future was. History Now. Yeah, so yeah, so Mortar Beta is the 
um, tech version. So we're looking for uh, minorities and women who want to create tech businesses or tech-enabled businesses. Um, and they just don't know where to start. So a lot of times when you look at places like the Brandery or UpTech, um, people don't know what to do to get ready for them. To even get part of that, right. yeah. And so those are accelerators. And I was like, one day I was sitting in the office, we were talking about it, and it was like, before you can accelerate when you get in the car, you have to turn the ignition. <laughs> you know, like you can't, you can hit that pedal all day, but you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people are not, you know, equipped for the brandery. The brandery has a great program. Yeah. Uptech has a great program. Sure. But if I'm not ready for it, how do, you know, what can I do to get ready? To so, get ready. Yeah, right. so we're going to create an igniter as a portion of our curriculum. An where, igniter? Um, I coined that. But, uh, oh, God. <laughs> throw, throw the TM after that. But, <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a, an igniter to get people started. And then what we're hoping to do is be a feeder system. Mm-hmm. We don't want to compete with mm-hmm. the brandery. Right. We don't want to compete with Uptech or any of these other programs. Well, it's a different idea. It's a, entirely different. Yeah, so we want to be a feeder for them. So we can say, hey, Ocean, you know, we got this person who's come through the program, and we think that they're ready for your part of the of the process. Got it. So, and they're faith-based. So we'll shift them to Ocean. And if it's somebody else, we'll, we'll be able to present them and say, hey, you know, Rob, we think that this person would be great for the brandery, mm-hmm. you know. So we we just want to do what we can on our end to make sure that Cincinnati continues to grow into what we believe that it is going to be, and we think that it's the next tech destination for the United States. So. Yeah, that would be amazing if it was. So I'm curious about how all these connections came about. You know, you talked about Ocean, you mm-hmm. talked about the brandery. Yeah. Was it just a matter of you guys reaching out? Yeah, we, we, we went on a, a like a, a tour of the <laughs> ecosystem. Like seriously, when no, we that's got a great here, idea. we went on a tour, and I'll be perfectly honest. I'm the more stubborn person of the three of us. I'm also the oldest. Be cool. Again, what? <laughs> so I, I'm kind of set in my ways. I'm I'm the old head. So you know, my partners they both just turned thirty. I just turned thirty nine. So we're at we're two different generations. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was kind of of the mindset like let's just jump in and just go. They were like, we should go and introduce ourselves. I was like, oh, that yeah. seems that seems a lot like permission. Like, we're asking. And they were like, no, it's just like you just want to let people know what you're doing. And, you know, some of those introductions, I was like, okay, cool, we'll do it. Some of those introductions went well. People were like, oh, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. You know, and then sometimes they didn't go so well. They're like, why are you here? You know, like, what do you at? No, seriously. People were like, like, what are you doing that we're not doing? You oh, know, I and see. it's it, it, it maybe be, felt a little competitive. It was some territorial things okay. that happened, and you know, there were some programs that have been around, you know, for let's say a decade, mm-hmm. and they felt like we were trying to do similar work to what they were doing right. with the same demographic. With others, it was like, hey, we're using a whole different demographic, you know. And for us, we were always just like, let's all, you know. If, if you are a restaurant that serves the same similar food and I'm here selling similar food, everybody can eat. We're trying to make sure that everybody, <laughs> everybody can eat. Plate, yeah. But, yeah, if we still got people starving, I'm not going to be like, well, you know what? I'm not going to do a restaurant because you're doing a restaurant. Yeah. You know, so it's like we, we felt like there's enough people who are starving out here that we could create something that everybody could eat. People, when people ask why we felt like we needed to be around, I'm like, nobody asks when they go to OTR, why is there another bar? Right. Because people like because beer. Because people like bars. People like bars, <laughs> people like beers. So it's like, 
you know, as long as, and, and no matter how many bars they add, people will find their favorite. Guess what? Exactly. I will go to another bar. Yeah. yeah. And you'll find your favorite. And this will be the bar that you like. Mm-hmm. And so there will be people who come to our program and they love our program. Yeah, because they and feel like norm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, you go to somebody else's program, maybe you don't feel as welcome. It is what it is. I think that, you know, we we have carved out our space. I think we fit well in, you know, with the mission of, of what we're doing and what we're trying to uh, build with people. You have a lot to be thankful for. So one of the things I've been trying to do is, you know, appreciate the smaller moments that bring me joy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I have an example right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just like I was saying earlier, I stepped out of my car, the sun was shining, there was a warm breeze, somebody was playing trap music in the background. Mm-hmm. It just felt good yeah. for just a split second. I did mm-hmm. a little bounce. Yeah. Walk down the street, came here. Exactly, exactly. So I'm ready to go. I'm ready for summer now. So have you had any moments of joy in the past (laughs) seven days that you can tell me about? (laughs) What is so funny? (laughs) I was just checking the laptop. You know, just just making sure the technology. Yeah. No technical errors. Apple products. All right. um, (sighs) Moments of joy. Um, Every day when I wake up, it's a moment of joy. I mean, you know, because there's people who don't make it. You know, so it's every day I look at it as an opportunity to do something different. You know, it's a, it's a fresh, fresh start for me to do something that I wanted to do. Like it's never too late to become who I want to be. Um, so specifically, just spending time with my with my kids and my wife. Yeah. You know, like um, they tolerate me, and <laughs> you know it's cool. I like to hang out. You know, so um, I think it was more than seven days ago, but. We, you know, all of all of. I'll allow it. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wise one. Uh, so everybody in our office has a birthday within five days. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Y'all had a party. Yeah. Yeah. We had. That was oh, sick. I don't remember most of it. But <laughs> that's I, how from, you know it was a good party. Yeah. I, from what I heard, it was great. Um, <laughs> what did the Facebook pictures say? Oh, I didn't see a lot of Facebook pictures. Okay. Well, so you that's didn't a good get thing. Tags, so that's there a good you thing. Go. Yeah. They might be out there. I right. didn't see them. But. Um, so Derek's birthday is the fifth. Williams is the sixth. Mine's it, mine is the tenth, and Miranda's is the tenth. Miranda's our first hire. So that that was you know. So it was just like nice. Like why? How did that? I have yeah, no idea. That's weird. Yeah. So we have a, a office full of Pisces and no aquarium. I don't know why we. Uh, it just seems <laughs> like so we weird. have an aquarium. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> no, because it's not 1985. Nobody like, has aquariums, like aquariums in this day and age. I like aquariums. Do you not watch you the put show a where, fish in there? where the guys like I've seen it. make the custom tanks? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. show was amazing. That's crazy. It is crazy. Okay, so oh, so that was that was a moment party. of joy. Yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't really go out a lot. You know, uh-huh. I work a lot, so you know, I uh, it was cool to stop working for four hours to to turn up a little bit <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so that was fun. Got to hang out with my wife, dance, yeah. and, you know. Then, actually, she surprised me, and she had uh, a, a, we have, like, a whole bunch of couples that we used to hang out with in Indy, and so she had Wait, them. is that where you're both from? Yeah, we're both from Indy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah so she, uh, we moved here when she got, she works at WLWT, so. I know, I was wondering yeah. how y'all got her for the pitch event. I was like, oh, somebody must have some connections. I got a little connect. I mean, man. Well, that's why yeah. you're here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to her. Yeah, that's A. Hey, whatever, whatever you need to do, I'll, I'll give you the information. But yeah, so um, you know, so she had all of our friends from Indy. Um, you know, the couples, they all came up, and so it was cool because oh, I got to nice. you know party with my my friends. Yeah, and, you know, because I don't make a lot of friends. You know, because I'm just always doing things. Right. Um, so you gotta be still every now and again. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think it's just the older I get, 
it is what I'm kind of set, you know, in, in my friends, you know. So, no new friends? Yeah, not, mm, I'm open to the option. Okay. <laughs> you know. Well, keep that in mind, everybody. Yeah. Do not make friends nah. without Because nah, it's not no, worth it. No, but you can follow me on Twitter, though. <laughs> okay, speaking of, <laughs> yeah. where can people follow you on the uh, internet? Just call me Alan. That's it. At just call me Alan. On Twitter, Twitter on Instagram. Twitter, Instagram. Facebook is Branding Gladiator. Um, but everything else is at Just Call Me Allen. Okay. Website is Just Call Me Allen. So I shouldn't have had to ask you. You what shouldn't to call have you. asked. I thought it was pretty important. That didn't make but, sense, no, did it? it didn't, huh? But that's okay. That's all right. All right. I'm going to pay more attention next time. That's okay. But I appreciate you coming down mm-hmm. and being on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for chatting. Thank you. Uh, you can find me on the internet at The Style Sample on Instagram and Twitter. Turn and up. you can. <laughs> Can you let me do the outro, please? (laughs) And you can find previous episodes of the Creative City Podcast at creativecitypodcast.com. And I will see you next time. Holla.